Hello, and welcome to another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager for Bone Adhesives. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training, who almost forgot what I was supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, notice that? There was a little, uh, little, you, you, you little lag out. there. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. Yeah. Um, so this episode is going to be kind of a short episode, but we want to, you know, it's, it's this is going to come out at, around Thanksgiving and uh, uh, maybe a day before Thanksgiving. And uh, so we, uh, Rob, you know, as you get older, Rob, you start being, I think either, either one or two things are going to happen. <laughs> You're either going to be more grateful for things in life or more ticked off about things in life. And I hope you, uh, you the former, not the latter. I know hey, that. It, I know, I know, know, I know you. I, you know I, me. Yeah. No, I'm not Come saying on. you. I'm saying. Mr. Glass is half full right here. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Drives my yeah. wife crazy. Yep. So Thanksgiving is coming, and um, uh, first of all, I, I you know we have a list of things that we're thankful for. But one thing uh, uh, I want to say that uh, I really hope this time of year and and through the holidays that uh, our our listeners get to have some time off with their family, uh, uh, contractors and hardwood floor people and uh, salespeople in this industry and and retailers. They work very very hard. It's been a trying couple of years. Uh, and and even for the, the folks that had a fantastic year this year, um, it's still trying because it's out of sorts, right? I mean, it's it's completely you know and um, out of the norm what's what's happened with the the pandemic and everything. So um, we know how hard everybody works out there, and we we hope that they uh, they've had a good year, or at least they have a, a chance where they can be be with their family, uh, or 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 be without their family <laughs> as long as that makes you happy and uh and spend some quality time and pat yourself on the back for getting through another year and and uh surviving in in uh, as an entrepreneur or in a small business and that you that you you know uh, you do, you're doing something that most people cannot do most businesses don't last past five years and uh so to to be in an industry like the flooring industry that really i see is a huge upside right now I mean, with we talk about the 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 advances it's made in the last uh, number of years, um, that um, we hope that everybody has a has a has a great holiday season and uh, and uh, really really truly I hope more than anything you have it take a chance take take the time to pat yourself on the back and and be grateful for yourself that you put food on the table for your family that you you work hard and 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 all these things and you're. You're providing for other people, and so I, I, I hope that uh, you're thankful for that because uh, I am for you. So, and then Rob and I have some things that we're thankful for. for. So I've seen your list; it's a weird list, I might say. Uh, oh, but uh, what did you expect if it was my list? Yeah, it's a little weird. But go ahead. Uh, you want to? You want to shoot? Well, it, look, you know, you're talking about. Um, about how hard our guys work. I, I definitely think it's one of the toughest trades out there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, yeah, you and I have been in the floor business all our life, right? The wood floor business all our life. We know everything is hot, heavy, loud. The hours are crazy. I, I mean, everything about it, you know? And the one thing that I always loved about Thanksgiving was and Pete and I, and I know I've told this story before, but Pete and I, 
for some reason, always managed to do a coat every Thanksgiving morning. No matter where we were working, we could always do a coat Thanksgiving morning. And it, it was almost like a holiday break during work. It never really bothered us. You know, some people, you know, you would, you could think, oh my God, you know, like, uh, so let's say you're a toll booth operator and you got to work Thanksgiving. That's, that's, or oh, I can't say that. That's Use a, that word. That's a crappy, that, right? That, yeah. That's a crappy day. But for some reason, working with Pete Thanksgiving morning, we would get up early Go put that coat on and just in a great frame of mind. I don't know if it was because you're going to get a, you know, couple day break as a floor guy or something, but man, we always felt good about just getting that coat on. We'd stop, get flowers for the wives and be home by, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. It was always a, it was always a great feeling. And I think one of the reasons was Christmas can sometimes be a little stressful. You know, you're going to get the Christmas break and everything, but, you know, there's a lot, lot going into Christmas, decorating presents, kids, you know, and trying to run your business and all that stuff where I always thought Thanksgiving was just like a good time for a floor guy to pump the brakes, have a nice meal, take it easy, watch a football, whatever you do on that holiday, pump the brakes before the real craziness starts, you know, in another month or so. So that's what I always uh, just loved about Thanksgiving. And like I said, Pete and I always had our little thing where and we get coffee and a bagel and go coat a floor. It was, I don't know, goofy, but um, I always look forward to it. Uh, I don't you know say- if Pete did. I'll have, to, I'll have to ask Pete if he looked as much forward mm-hmm. to it as I did, you know. Uh, you talked about how hard uh, they work and people work in this industry. And, you know, I, I recognize that there are also uh, other uh, trades out there. They're also very labor intensive. Uh, you can, you know, sometimes people bring up roofers that roofers work as harder than floor work. Uh, when I say that it's a hard trade, I don't I'll just mean that it's hard, you know, labor wise. It's hard also mentally and, and, uh, and what have you, because, um, Nobody's up on a roof, to my knowledge, staring at every single every single tile on the roof. You know what I mean? They're not walking on it. They're not, you know, on their hands and knees looking at how the light's going to hit it a certain way. And and for most other trades, they're not dealing with a living, breathing entity. You know, hardwood floors. I mean, they're while they're not alive, like people say they are, but they are. They do have the ability to take in moisture and let go of moisture. They're hygroscopic. They change seasonally. So all these things add to the stress level of, of the business. So there's a lot of components that I think that really make this one of the, you know, you start off in this, in this, in this building a floor, like you said, loud, it's loud saws and banging and hammer. And it's very, very physical. And you have to use all those skills and all those, all those, uh, uh, you know, attributes to, to putting a floor down. And then the very last thing you do is very, very delicate touches. You know, feathering, 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 you know what I mean? And vacuuming and tacking. And it's a delicate, I have a have very, very delicate eye to catch everything. So there's a lot of components that goes into a, a beautiful floor job. Yeah, so, it, yeah, you know, when you're just talking about, when you're saying that, it just hit me that a floor guy is almost like a framer and a finished cabinet maker. You know what I mean? He's like you said, banging around and long, but then in the end, he's also got to do, 
know, it's not one or the other. He usually has to do both. Yeah, well, and then, you know, you're, the, you're then putting a, a sheen on your work. You know, I said, hey, let me, let me draw attention to every single detail of the job by putting a, a finish on it. It has a right. sheen level. Colors, like, textures, finishes, yeah. sheens. Oh, it's, it's If crazy. you look at how many, yeah. how many choices, decisions are made before that floor is done from start to finish, it's, a, it's amazing. I mean, really, if you think about, you know, going over the, the type of floors, the colors, the texture, the design, the way, way you're going to lay the floor, let's get all that out of the way. Let's get the cost figured out. Let's add the other addendum products that go along with it. And then let's, by the way, now let's look at the job site. Look at the subfloor. What needs to be done to the subfloor before we even touch the floor? How about, how about the relative humidity? How about the moisture before we even bring the floor in, before we even get that done? And then, by the way, let's install the floor, put it on the schedule. That is, uh, you know, how, how fickle the schedule could be sometimes with people moving the schedule around and what have you. Then let's deal with employees. Let's deal with all that encompasses those, which is the insurance and all the other things that, that you know, and personalities and whatever, and their needs and wants and desires. And then let's put this floor down and then do all that goes into the floor and then everything else that comes along with it, the sanders, the stains, and picking out products and those type of things. There's a hell of a lot of work that goes into a hardwood floor. I mean, a tremendous amount of work. The craftsmen today uh, are, 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 are very special people, I, I think. I mean, like I said, it, it not all, this isn't made for everybody. It's too damn hard for, for most people, uh, to be quite honest with you. It's a very rewarding career and, and line of industry, but it is a very, very hard job. So be thankful for yourself to get through all this. It's Thanksgiving coming on. And yes, you're going to be thankful for a lot of things, but I, I really hope people take, take a break, time. pump the brake, pat yeah. yourself on the back, enjoy a couple of days with family and friends, however you celebrate. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, so things that you're grateful for. Things Mine's that we're thankful for. Now, you know, I, I sat down and I was like, all right, what am I thankful for? Well, you know, blah, 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 my wife, blah, 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 you know, my children and grandchildren. Yeah, of course you're thankful for that, you know. I really wanted to look at things that I'm really, I look back and I'm really thankful for, you know. Now, don't get me wrong, you know, I could sit here and just, you know, like I said, Family, 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 but everybody has that. So number one on my list, my first car. I'm very thankful for my first car. My first car, I bought for $200. It was a 67 Chevelle with an eight-cylinder 283. We put headers on it, the whole deal, hood scoops. I mean, when I got it, it was, uh, you know, kind of banged up. I really didn't fix the body or anything. We just kept souping it up and jacking it up and put truck springs in it. And I had Krager mag wheels on one side and Keystone mag wheels on the other side. And so you really, that, that was the smartest thing I think I ever did was put Kragers and Keystones. Everything, of course, was we bought used and out of junkyards and everything, but that was a great first car. So that's one of the things I'm thankful for. My first car, 67 Chevelle. Damn, I love that car. Just, I wanted to sleep in it the first night that I got it. Really? Yeah, well, that was a hot car for at the time. Uh, this is going to sound corny, man, because I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm 
maybe not that guy, but uh, I, I, if you ask me what I'm uh, grateful for, uh, I is living in this country. Um, I was in, uh, I was fishing in the uh, Smoky Mountains the uh, not long ago, and looking around, and and there was a fall type of time where the leaves were still changing, and you look around, and and you got to take these moments and realize, holy smokes, man, uh, this is. This is this is awesome. This this land that we live in, and then last week I was up in up in Trinity in California, Trinity Lake, up in way up in the mountains, another part, whole different landscape altogether, and and uh, I got to spend time fishing with an old friend who I'm very grateful for as well, I should say. Uh, but just look around at uh, at at the the beautiful landscape of this country and how it changes from from area to area, how the New Yorkers are so different from the people down in Charleston, South Carolina versus people in mm -hmm. California. And they're all different and they're all pretty damn cool. And uh, uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I, I know it sounds corny, but it's true. I mean, I, I do take the time, believe it or not, to look around and, and, and appreciate what I got. So, that's You know, I thought we were going to do like a fun list. I, I know, I feel bad now. Get, because now, like, you're, now, you're, now you just look so cheap now. Yeah, exactly. I don't look like a, an idiot with mine. Thanks, buddy. Well, you know what? We'll just we'll just keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. That Where could be actually that could be pretty funny. Okay. I just come up with really I, I, stupid ones. Mine was so then, good. I, I was embarrassed. And then you're writing poems. Yeah. So no, but don't. All right. don't pay well, you know what? Let's stick with that for a second. Do your second one. Do no, no, I'm not going to do a second one. I'm going to talk about what you were just talking about okay. living in this country. You just threw your list away, didn't you? And uh, no way, I'm going through it. Okay, one way or the other, we're going Great through it. no matter how dumb it sounds compared to your lists. But last week, I was uh, I did a training at Stouts in Oxford, Mississippi. Mississippi. Yep, okay. And I've never been to Mississippi. It was my first time in Mississippi. Now, you know, I'm born and raised in Boston, live in New York. I was not expecting the Mississippi that I thought, okay? I was expecting just a lot of rural farm type people. You know, you know what I mean? I was absolutely, I couldn't have been more surprised on how beautiful it was. Mm -hmm. and how how like new everything was it, it was like it, it didn't look like anything was over 20 years old i mean what what an absolute beautiful town we went downtown one night for supper i mean i couldn't have been more shocked people awesome people right i mean just the best and they love teasing New Yorkers and stuff like that. So I had a lot of fun with that crew down there. It was a great crew at Stouts too. I want to give a shout out to those guys. But um, man, oh man, um, just for what I thought Mississippi was going to be like, and then what it turned out to be, I mean, was just a 180 for me. I just couldn't believe it. I, I thought to myself, when we went downtown and, you know, they had some of the Christmas stuff up and I mean, it looked like, uh, you know, it looked like a painting, you know, I was just the whole time I'm thinking, geez, I wish Pauline was here. She, she'd have loved this. And uh, I never, ever would have thought that of Mississippi, but uh, something new every week, man. Oxford, Mississippi has the, probably the most quintessential Southern uh, 
town square that there is. It is a beautiful, beautiful town square. Uh, and, uh, you know, William Faulkner is from, there's a couple of the famous writers that came out of uh, Oxford, Mississippi. Yes, somebody was telling me that. There was yeah. a couple of guys. Yeah, a couple of guys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I, I happen to love that town. There's a, this, and if you want really, really good Southern cooking, soul food cooking, really good cooking, there's a, on the square, there's a restaurant that serves that. And um, I'll tell you about, I'll tell you a story on, uh, on uh, um, Stout's Floors. Um, I was talking to him um, a while back, years ago, and he, was, he, he said, you know, you ought to come down here if you like fishing, you should, you should come down here where you could go for crappie fishing. We got one of the best crappie lakes in, in America here. I said, wow, honestly, man, it's no kidding. You got my attention. He goes, yeah, you don't need a boat. I, I made special boats for them. They're almost like canoes, but they're a little bit different. And uh, they're great for crappie fishing. I said, oh man, I'm all in. That, that, I'll have to make a point of coming back. Because yeah, the crappie get around these buck trees that are in the lake. Now you gotta be careful about the water moccasins because they hang around the buck trees and the, you know, they're, they're aggressive, they'll come after you. <laughs> and I said, I'm completely out. <laughs> I don't want any part of that. I have no, no desire to do that. As I love fishing more than probably any, most people on this planet, but uh, being water moccasins that are, I, by the way, are aggressive, no, I don't think so. All right. Um, I almost hate to say this next one. Uh, oh, man. Um, but I am uh, very grateful for my wife. I mean, I, 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 we I all got, we did that. I know. I, we, no, no, we no. We said no, that at the no, beginning of the show. No. Uh, what show? This show. Our wives? The, the whole family, wife, blah, blah, blah no, stuff. No, you said that. Okay. I didn't All say right, that. Go ahead. All right. So uh, ahead. be embarrassed because I hope Pauline listens to this. I never blah, blah, blah my wife, Pauline. <laughs> <laughs> well, she heard me. She's listening. She's right outside okay. the door here. All right. She's listening to everything. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, All right, I go ahead. I'm sorry okay. I interrupted you. I don't think God put a better human being on this earth than my wife. And I, I, I mean that. I, I, I swear every time I go, and I meet other people, and I meet other women, <laughs> and uh, uh, and what have you. And <laughs> when I'm you're always traveling, meeting yes. those other, all those other women that you talk yes, to. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always yeah. come back and say, "Man, I'm glad I married my my wife, Judy. I think she is the best human being on this earth." So, how okay, long have you guys been married? Thirty nine years. Oh, yeah. Got his feet. Yeah. So go ahead. You go next. What is it? Popcorn this time that you're grateful for. <laughs> Oh, it's my wife. Oh, definitely my oh, wife. Actually, actually, you can't use your like wife. Like I now. said, no, I, I'm not gonna. I already yeah. said, you know, of course, I'm most grateful for my family and my wife and everything. But I will go. If you're gonna talk about, I, I'm very grateful for Pauline's hair. I and I, I, I know weird. when you said, oh, I got you and I have the same one on our list. Mm -hmm. And you said, oh, yeah, I like Pauline's hair, too. So, yes, I'm a hair guy. People know that. And uh, as weird as it sounds, I am very grateful. 62 years old, and she's still killing it, man. It looks great. So I'm grateful for that. Just the hair, huh? And very shallow. Yeah. I yeah. told you the beginning of the show, the whole, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, the kids. Of course, they're number one on the list. Uh -huh. But I thought, you know, we do a 
what's your i can't wait to hear your next one it's probably poetry or you know what's uh, your don't, next be, one? don't be ridiculous uh puppies and kittens No, I'm kidding. But you know something makes me, you know what? Puppies and kittens. Um, no, I'm kidding about that, really. You're but, a uh, sucker. You know what? I know you try to portray yourself as this hard fighting, knock down, drag out, been beat up, kick all over the world. But you're a sucker for pets, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You are a sucker. I, 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 for, I, I, you're I, a sucker for a dog. On the side of the road, you are stopping, aren't you? I can't believe you. I God strike me dead. I can't believe you said that. Um, yesterday, I was I came back at a gas station. It was a cat. When I when I had a, a territory and I I had the bona van, I would always bring cat food or whatever and leave some cans in the car. I got tired of seeing cats at gas stations in the middle of the night. You could ask what I'm doing at the gas station in the middle of the night, but that's my business. But when I when I you know, I'd see a cat or whatever freezing outside, or whatever. Uh, I, I don't what. I don't know why we don't treat our animals any better in this country. But, but I always bring cat food in. Uh, and I was at, uh, at Redding, California, Sunday night about one in the morning. Yep, it was a late night. Uh, coming back from fishing. Holy smokes, was that a good trip? Uh, but there was a stray cat, and I went had to go back in there, bought some milk and some food for it, and left it out. I don't know if it got it or not. I hope it did. But anyhow, I don't know why. Why did I get off on that tangent? Uh, because I said you're a sucker for yeah, yeah, stray animals. I am a sucker for stray animals. And, yeah. And when did this happen? Last night, about one in the morning. I tried. I was going to only fish a half a day because it was a Sunday, and I had a five-hour drive ahead of me. I was only going to fish a half a day, but I had the maybe the first or second best fishing trip of my entire life last weekend. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Were you by I yourself? Mean, no. Uh, I was with a, a, my, my oldest longtime fishing partner. Yep. And we got so along did, this time. So you did good. Uh, we caught uh, 72 fish in two days. And uh, wow. the, the best five on the second day was almost 28 pounds. That is going to win most fishing tournaments anywhere in the world, in the country. Holy mackerel. Yeah. There was almost a six pound average. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So anyhow. So uh, we really got off track, and I'm sorry about that. It's the, that that should be the name of the show. Hmm. Off track with Wayne and Rob. No. All right. What do you? What else? You, what else is on your weird list of gratefulness? Well, yours is puppies, and uh, I'm very, uh, very thankful for my nose purge on my uh, snorkeling mask. Changed my life. Your nose purge on your nose snorkeling. purge. Yeah, you know your you know. What the hell is that even? Scuba, you know, your scuba mask. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right? The mask you're wearing. Well, when you're snorkeling and stuff, you're breathing through your mouth, but you also will breathe through your nose. And it constantly, even if you're using fog stuff on the glass, whatever, they always get steamed up. And then a few years back, a guy turned me on to you got to look for one that has a nose purge. So when you're breathing through your nose, it goes out the front of the mask and doesn't fog up your mask. Now I could stay under for hours and hours rather than for maybe 15 or 20 minutes before I'd have to come up, clean the mask off. So I'm very thankful for nose purges on your like, scuba masks. I would actually like you to teach me how to do that one day. 
I've snorkeled for 25 seconds and probably that's an exaggeration on the length of the time. And at three feet of water, I went down there and somehow I got water and I threw the whole thing off, never found it again. And that was the end of my snorkeling career. I've so. been, I've been snorkeling since um, probably fifth grade, my uncle Pete up at the, the family lake up in New Hampshire. He taught me how, and man, I was hooked ever since. I will teach you how to snorkel. You and I will get together and I will teach you. I have taught, I bet, I'm not exaggerating. I bet I've taught 30 people how to snorkel. Yeah, seriously, we'll talk my about My kids that. used to, my kids, when we go on vacation to Cape Cod, my kids would bring their friends and everything. And I always had masks and fins for whoever was coming. I had masked fins snorkel set for you. Give you a little 15 or 20 minute tutorial on how to do it. We used to go to this beach. Well, we always go to this beach called Seagull Beach. It's on the bay side of Cape Cod. You're still in the ocean, but you're not getting the crazy waves. So snorkeling is nice. You know what I mean? And there's lots mm -hmm. to see, a lot of crabs, clams, all that stuff. Do you start by um, like standing in the water and holding your arms out and, and, and I, I lay there in your arms like and you hold me up? Oh, absolutely. So that works? Okay. Yeah. Well, first I'm going to, you know, with the cancer and stuff, now we got to be careful. Yeah, exactly. And, and you being you, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to, you know, make sure that you're properly, what are they called? Suntan, suntan lotion, lotioned yeah. up. Yeah, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. then then we'll hit the water and I'll I'll hold you. Perfect. Yeah, don't worry about it. All right. The next thing I'm I'm grateful for uh, one is um, uh, super grateful for the relationships I have in this industry with our customers and our distributors. And uh, I'm sorry if you came with a crappy list, right? Uh, you should never go first. I you, you know you that. No, I thought we talked about we were just this was going to be a goof. I didn't say it was going to be a goof. I guess you did not. I walked yeah. right into this one. So, um, but, and I know you feel the same way. Our customers, our relationships across this industry. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm, I am so blessed and fortunate to have the friends that I do that, uh, that have come from working for Bona and, and being in the flooring industry and, and, and uh, just the best industry with the best people, hardworking people, honest people. Um, so I'm super grateful for that. Um, you know, so. um, I'm going to lump on here with you. And, um, you know, yesterday we had a tragedy strike in Waukesha. Mm -hmm. um, and I got up this morning and texted a couple of friends that I had in Waukesha through relationships um, that I had in the, when I was with Bonus Sport. And it wasn't... Uh, after a while you you know the relationships that we have with these people it wasn't it, they never felt like customers they always felt like friends you know what i mean like and as soon as i heard waukesha I, all i could think of was my god i you know i got some really good friends out in that area who were their community people you know and i spent a lot of time in waukesha when uh, i was working bonus sport and Waukesha is a, is a Norman Rockwell painting. And the, the people are like that. I mean, just some of, you know, you hear about the, you know, the really nice Midwestern type people. Let's face it, New York, 
Okay, first time you meet New Yorkers, they're a little standoffish, okay? They can be a little rough. But the thing about New Yorkers, once you're in, you know, once you get past all that, a couple of times you got to get in there and then you're, then they treat you like family, okay? Waukesha was, they treated me like family from the five, first five minutes I met a lot of those people and, and did business with and ended up being friends and everything. So, um, you know, tragedies strike all over, but I really felt that one because I spent so much, so many great relationships and so many great times in Waukesha and my heart just goes out to them. Our thoughts and prayers are with everybody in Waukesha. Thank God the, you know, the friends and people that I had in Waukesha, uh, they're good. You know, they're just, you know, everybody's very upset and everything with what's going on, but, um, just want to throw out thoughts and prayers to uh, yeah. to those people in Waukesha. That was just uh, horrifying. Absolutely. Okay, so you want to go with your next one? It feels pretty silly now, doesn't it? Oh, doesn't it though? But I'm still yeah. gonna go hoodies. Right? Hoodies. I'm very thankful for hoodies. I'm a I'm a hoodie guy. You know that. Like my hoodies very thankful for hoodies. Yeah. Not only am I a hoodie guy, but I'm also, uh, I like cutting the sleeves off of my hoodies. And I was doing that way before Bill Belichick was was doing that, cutting the sleeves off. So I think uh, he might've seen me someplace and he kind of stole that fashion statement that I invented. Hoodies. Hoodies. Is on, on your list. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Very thankful for hoodies. All right. Remember, I thought this was going to be like a, you know, I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait for this next one from you. This is, please lay it on me. Uh, actually, this is, this is pretty mild, actually. Uh, music. I think uh, uh, in my top five things in life, that music is in that top five. Maybe in the top three. Huh. At least the top five. And uh, I'm always searching for new music of all different genres that, uh, oh, my, my friend uh, that fished with <laughs> found a flash drive of somebody put together like an a, a incredible music. Uh, he's not a really, he, he, my friend listens to music like dogs eat. I've come, come to realize this. He has, he, he, he doesn't understand the nuances of whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever. He doesn't, uh, any of those things, subtle things whatsoever. Um, so anyhow, he gave it to me and it is, I feel so bad whoever lost this. I don't even know what, what state it was in. I have, would have no idea how to begin to, but it'd be like finding a random thing at an airport with hundreds of thousands of people walk through every day. Uh, but it's an incredible uh, list. So I'm super excited about that. So one, one of the best things in life, I think, is music uh, uh, for all different reasons. Um, and um, that that's uh, next on my list. So give me one well, more. I, I, I kind of had music, but I was a little more specific. But before I say it. So you say movie or music is third in your top three. Mm -hmm. Music is above movies. Uh, well, um, I'd have to say yes, because it's more constant. You can turn music on anytime. Music is, or movies have to be, you know, it's, it's, it's very specific. Movies is very high up on that list. I mean, it would be, I'd probably go like on the, the best things in life. Top 10. 
Oh, easily top 10. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I understand what you're saying. You can't just drive down the road and listen to a movie. Right. But I don't know. I got to think about that one because I'm really... But I didn't have music, but I did have uh, very grateful for ACDC and, and Charlie Daniels. So it's kind of music, but not as deep as you. Yeah. 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 So you're killing me. You're killing me. Did you ever watch SCTV? No, I don't think so. Second City television I, I i know of it but i i don't recall i think it was i think it was called sctv sounds it was out, it was out of canada i think john oh. candy was on it you know a lot of uh i got a public service announcement when you finish this but go ahead yes you hear the phone ringing in the background no okay i'll tell you about that in a minute but go ahead so anyways they used to have like a you know they do the nightly news they had a skit like that right when they had two news guys and one news guy his story you know tonight's story and he'd be talking about you know mrs uh mrs smith cat and muffin stuck in a tree mm -hmm. and then they go to the other guy and his news story was you know capitol building invaded by and oh, they kept going i got you. back and forth with Mm -hmm. you know one light johnny small won the spelling contest and then this guy would go you know talking about <laughs> chicago's on fire right you know? right right and the uh the guy who was getting the crappy stories he started making up stories <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's what this show is starting to feel like for me yeah but sorry it's gonna don't worry about it we're gonna keep flying okay. through Okay, I'm going to tell people uh, that phone just just rang downstairs. Uh, I'm I'm in California today. Uh, during, we're taping the show. Uh, I'm I'm traveling out here for three days, and rather than than spend the money at a hotel, uh, I, I stay at my mother-in-law's house, and um, because I don't spend much time with her, she's 91 years old, and and for people who have adults, uh, older adults uh, in their life, grandparents maybe, uh, this has been very interesting to me. Because uh, yesterday, in four hours, she's, she had seven calls, people begging for money. Solicitors uh, from, I won't name the organizations. I'm so mad at some of these because they're legitimate Strangers organizations. Strangers or people? No, can. no. The, uh, I, I don't want to name <laughs> the organizations. But, uh, you know, people from different organizations, uh, charity organizations that are, that are asking for money. And a lot of these people prey on older people because she won't tell anybody no. If you call up and ask her for money, she's going to give you a check. That's just the way it is. Mm. And 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 literally, the phone rings nonstop while I'm here. And uh, they've they've had to finally take take the take the the checkbook away from her. And and uh, she has Alzheimer's. And uh, so be aware if you have older folks, older parents. I didn't realize that's a thing, but some of these people are calling every day. From what you would think are legitimate uh, uh, charity organizations, but uh, so anyhow, th sorry to throw that in there, but that phone just rang again, and I, I know that that's what that call is for. Uh, that is a great public service announcement because uh, when my father-in-law passed away, my mother-in-law was given anybody and everybody 
a check. They would, she was getting fake bills and paying yeah. bills that, oh my God, I didn't know about this credit card. And it wasn't there. And man, she was just sending out checks to anybody who was asking yeah. for it. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty upsetting. Um, but um, this does remind me, I guess I'm, you know what? I'm going to be thankful for this. And it's going to sound weird. It's not that I'm thankful my grandmother passed away. But when my grandmother passed away, uh, my grandfather living just outside of Boston, um, for a few years, he was still, you know, living by himself. So whenever I was working anywhere within the vicinity, you know, hour, hour and a half, if I could be that close, I call him up, I say, hey, grandpa, I'm in town, you know, can I, can I you know, spend the night, spend a few nights with you. And, um, you know, you grow up, I grew up, he was my grandfather. So I've known him since day one, right? Yeah. But when my grandmother wasn't around and, you know, when she was around, it was like they were a couple. So yeah, you can talk a little bit, you know, but when she wasn't around, I heard some of the most amazing stories of our family, of the history you know, I know I've told that story the first time that he saw uh, a gas-driven drum sander mm -hmm. when they were yeah. out scraping, you know. Um, those are some of the best days of my life. Uh, the best nights of my life was, you know, hearing all these old stories uh, from my grandfather who lived all this stuff. You know, I mean, he was there and everything. So it just the only reason I said that was because they were great great days that I got to spend with them. And, you know, you saying that you're spend, you're uh, staying with your mother-in-law. That just reminded me of staying with my yeah. grandfather. So, um, well, it, well, well, I don't know where the hell we're going with this show now, but um, you know, things one we're thing, thankful for, I was, like I said, I wasn't thankful. Yeah. My grandmother passed away. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I was thankful with that one-on-one um, -on -one time I got with my grandfather. Which by the way, this was what I was going to say is that, uh, real would be a great idea for someone to record these people, their thoughts and everything as they get up into their 70s and 80s and 90s uh, about their life to pass on to, other, uh, to the, you know, their other family members. You know, you'd like to know what happened to three generations back, some dude, right? Yeah. I'm sure the Johnson family, probably not a lot there. Uh, probably not much to talk about. I don't know. I, you know, but, but I, I, I would have thought it would be pretty cool if I could, if I would, I knew, you know, what my great granddad thought about and what he did and what his life experiences were. Right. Absolutely. Well, I, think I, I mean, the cool stories, the stories he was telling me was, and it was great. Cause it was, it was like a couple of night, you know what I mean? We'd be yeah. having supper and then hanging out, just watching TV and, but really just talking, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, He'd see something on TV and it would remind him of another story. And oh my God, I mean, you just sit there starry eyed listening to these great stories from the old timers. So I won't have any grandkids. So I'm going to pay some kid when I get to be about 80 to, to record my life stuff. You know, 10 bucks an hour and have him write stuff down about me. Okay, you know what? Okay. If you need them, you can borrow mine. They're they're fun. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. I, I mean, you like pets, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the best part of my day when they're over here is standing up in the deck, cooking at the grill and and watching the four of them. It's like watching monkeys running around. Mm -hmm. 
chasing each other, jumping on each other, playing dirt. So, food. I mean, it's uh, you, it's you, hysterical. You had a moment there. You missed it. See, uh -oh. you just missed a moment. You were going down a great path, but then you said they, they look like monkeys. I thought you were going to go, and that's what I'm grateful for. When I look out there <laughs> and I see them, four kids out there on that deck that I built, that my wife and I, Pauline, that we spend time on and our cherish our family. We danced the other night <laughs> in that deck that I built. That's what I'm really most grateful for. And, I, and thank you and good night. No, no, I'm but grateful, for, I'm grateful for hoodies and yeah. watching the kids run around like monkeys. All right. So uh, this, I think we've gone on long enough. Uh, this is a silly episode we have, but really we do want to say we're thankful for, uh, you know, Thanksgiving and what have you. And, and, uh, and Rob, I'll leave you with this. I'm thankful for you. I, uh, <laughs> I, I you know, <laughs> go have a nice day. Everything in life is timing. Yeah. And mine is just way off today, man. Way uh, off. That's that's all right. I you know I <laughs> never go first. That's the that's the lesson here. All right. Hey man, enjoy the holiday. Everybody yeah. out there, you work hard, take a couple days, pump the yeah. brakes, take a take a break, man. You all deserve it. Yeah. And uh I, I I'm thankful for our listeners too. I mean, yep, absolutely. Uh, the the emails, the texts the walking into schools and people coming up to me saying, where's Wayne? I just, uh, I you see, I'm at the, you see, I'm at the clinic, <laughs> but you don't uh, know the other side of Wayne. Yeah. He's probably at the clinic. It's pretty awesome that, uh, yeah. that the people that I talk to and, and contact us and send, I mean, um, everything that you guys send us emails, texts and everything. Wayne and I just can't wait to share it with each other. I mean, it just that's I the truth. Really, we're really thankful for that. I think. I yeah. mean, it makes absolutely makes my day. You know. Yeah. When people say, "Man, I was," uh, uh, like, I, I one I think one of my favorites was when the guy said, "When you guys did worst jobs ever," and it was two o'clock in the morning, and I was thinking to myself, "This is the worst job I've ever done," and that was the podcast that came up. And uh, he said it just made his night. So awesome. thank you guys for listening. We appreciate yep. it. Absolutely. Enjoy your uh, holidays off, I hope. And uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.